Precure Podcast Engage. Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Jeepo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 41 of Futaiwa Max Art, Deliver Your Spirit, a wandering pre- Oh, well, let me try that again. Deliver Your Spirit, a wandering present of courage. Also known as Give It With Gusto, a present with a bit of courage. I think that's the better title because deliver your spirit. I I, I don't know. There's something about that. I don't feel like deliver your heart. <laughs> deliver your heart. Yeah. But uh, yes, we are back to the series. We have seven episodes left. We're we're almost done with uh, Max Art. Yeah, it's um very little left. It's been a long road getting here. But I'm glad that you all have been here with us as we are near completing the second season of Pretty Here out of the very many of them. The second season of Prepod also. Yes. Technically. So let us get into this episode. Curses. What's up? I'm sorry, I always try to watch the episode while we uh, record, but I wasn't playing the episode. Uh, we start at a station. We do. As Nagi says, thinking about that boy's birthday and how he remembered hers. And she's like, well, I got to get him something because I didn't get him anything last year. Yeah. And she wants to be courageous this year, you know, because that's the only way she can make things change. Like she wants to step it up because she gets too nervous when she's around him. Because courage is in the title of the episode. But as she is talking about this and getting really excited, <laughs> Honoka appears <laughs> next to her. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. She's like, hey, the light, the light's green. And so Nagisa runs across as uh, Honoka teases her about getting that boy a birthday present, which causes Nagisa to trip. Uh, but don't worry, she doesn't hit the ground because instead she's caught by that boy. And also her lacrosse stick just hits her right in the face. It does hit her right in the face. <laughs> it's very funny. Well, yes, Fuji P is there to uh, to catch her. How romantic! She should have taken. She should have gathered her courage and just been like, "Oh, I guess I'm really falling for you." <laughs> yeah, she should have done a cheesy one-liner. You know, I I think it would have gone well for her. I feel mm-hmm. like that's the kind of thing Nagisa would do, honestly. So. Once we come back from the opening, we are at the mansion, and we see the mansion boy is just sitting in a chair, looking outside. I didn't even see the window. I just thought he was sitting there zoning out. Well, I wasn't... Well, okay, so I wrote that he was looking up at the ceiling, but also I thought maybe he was looking outside. I mean, I it, it essentially it doesn't matter. No, he's it, just kind it, of... Because either way, he's probably just doing whatever Hikari's doing, where they just sort of zone out for a bit. Yeah. Spoilers, Hikari is zoning out for a bit. Yeah. Vilbus walks out of the room, um, and Hikari is also zoning out. 
we cut to a store where Nagus is looking at a bunch of toys. One of these toys um, that she's uh, looking at, mm-hmm. it looks like it could be like, one second, I have to find this picture again. I have to find what it looks like. So I have to wait a bit. Sorry. There's like this um, cat. I, I'm sure the uh, toys we see when we first cut there are probably references to other things, like maybe. But there's like this like cat with like a, a bow and a heart gem on it. That I, It just feels like it's a mascot for a different Magical Girl show. Yeah. And for some reason, I'm like, is that going to come to life? Like, there's no reason for it to come to life because like... Toy Story's a cat, huh? <laughs> yeah, but like as like a... A new fairy. But, like, they wouldn't introduce one, first of all, in episode 41 of the second season. But also, it doesn't make any sense for, uh, for the cure. Yeah. But it did catch my attention, and I wonder if it is a, a weapons to another magical girl show or not. But yes, so she's looking for something to get Fuji-P. Honoka, Na- Honoka and Nagisa? Honoka and Hikari are also there. Helping her. Nagisa is also also there, but we've already established that. Yes. <laughs> Mipple asks Meeple what he would want, and he just says, "I just need to be with you." Um, and they're they... just being sappy and not helpful. Yes. <laughs> it's a uh, it's very cute, but Nagisa and Honka are like, "Hey, you gotta you gotta hide. Like you just can't be out in this toy store." I guess it's not a toy store. It's like a. I don't know the word I would use. It's just it's it's just a store. Yeah, like there's a lot of different things you could buy here. Mm-hmm. Honoka suggests that she should uh, that uh, I believe it's Honoka. I didn't specify who says this, uh, but it that Nagisa should get Fuji P something that he will use all the time. Yeah, because Nagisa was thinking, well, maybe it'd be nice to have something that he would use forever or whatever. Yeah. Or I would always have with him, or something like that. And so Honoka's like, oh yeah, so something he would use all the time. Yeah. And she settles on a, like, a sports towel. It's got a nice, you know, pattern on it. Yeah. And she's ready to just get a gift wrapped, but you can't just get a gift wrapped. We also see a scene of Akari seeing a little boy pass by and thinking it's the mansion boy and running to the door. Which starts the uh, putty cares being concerned about Hikari and, like, what's going on with her. Yeah, the store also has Christmas trees. Yes. Uh, we'll also see a Christmas tree next episode, so I'm thinking it's it's getting close to Christmas. I don't think it's Christmas just yet. That makes sense in the timeline. Like, uh, the timeline of real life, I'm pretty sure. Of when these episodes would have aired. Yeah, Nagis- not Nagis- Jesus Christ. Honoka, I really hope, whatever we do next, I do not mix up characters' names as badly as I do for this show. <sighs> Well, the thing is, there's a lot of Precure that has more than three people. Yes. So I don't think that's going to help your odds. <sighs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hodaka recommends embroidering his initials, but Nagisa's like, but I'm not good at that. But Honika's like, well, you made me, you embroider that lab coat for me, and I really love it, so I think you can do it. The incredible lab coat. Yes. <laughs> The lab coat that's basically a cheer jacket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nice is like, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll I'll try hard and make it work. 
Hikari, meanwhile, is distracted, cleaning the same spot over and over again as she spaces out. And everyone notices. Yes. Poor Hikari. Later that night, Nagisa is in her room, trying to embroider his initials. She's trying so hard. For, like, maybe not the first time, but, uh, Meeple's like, hey, that's that's definitely crooked. But, like, it doesn't matter. What's in matters is that it comes from the heart, that, like, that you made this. That's the most important part of it. Which is nice of him, because usually I would just expect Meeple to be like, this sucks, and he's gonna hate it. Because <laughs> he's a little jerk. Yeah. Anyways, the way she's holding that needle, I'm, I'm 90% sure she's gonna end up getting a cramp. <laughs> she's putting a lot of stress into that hand. Oh, I thought you were gonna say she's probably gonna, like, stab herself with the needle. No. Anyways, next day. She's at the high school. To deliver the gift. Yeah. She's doing this alone because that's important. Mm-hmm. And this starts a uh, recurring gag for the rest of the episode. Not the rest of the episode, for, for a majority of the episode up until the uh, the fight. Um, where she decides to go over to the field. And she's, like, practicing what she's going to say. Um, and so she, like, um, says, like, this is for you. Um, happy birthday and she like bows in practice and um when she looks up there's this uh this other high schooler from the sumo club who's like hey Mm -hmm. and he i don't know what he i guess he thought maybe she was giving it to him but she does she definitely says like fuji p's name yeah and that's why he's like oh my name is this he grabs it but nox is able to like grab it back uh he tells her where the field is um, because she asked, because she doesn't, she doesn't know where she's going. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but when she goes there, construction is happening. Yeah, they're, like, digging up this field. Yeah. They got, they got a bunch of <laughs> machines, heavy machinery in there. Can't play soccer around those machines. I mean, I guess you no, could, but... you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it would be unsafe, and also there's no grass out there. It's all dirt. It wouldn't be a good idea to do it. So Nagisa sees this, but then she hears someone uh, running around the track, and she sees the same, uh, the same uh, sumo club member. This sumo guy rules. Yeah. <laughs> Love this guy. I didn't write down his name. I'm sorry. I also didn't. I just kept calling him sumo guy, because I didn't expect him to come up again after the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so she asks him about where the soccer club is. He tells her where they are actually practicing, which is in the municipal fields. Yeah, the city park. Yeah, so she runs off and then immediately runs back because she has no idea where that is. <laughs> and then she takes off again to go deliver the gift. It's like, I need to take a drink. Well, you take a drink. I'll talk about how Hikari is working. And that is all. We just see that she's working and she's still spacing out. Yeah, and Akane also sees this. There's a point in this episode I thought maybe her uh, Kane was gonna, like, see the fairies. It didn't happen, though. Uh, but we'll get to that. Yeah, she doesn't really show up much in this episode. We see Nagisa running up a hill to get to the fields. But she passes by a woman pushing up a... a what? What is wrong with me? What's wrong? What? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at my notes and I say, but a woman is pushing a bike up the hill with a bike. Yeah. She's pushing it up the hill with a bike, obviously. <laughs> She's pushing a bike up the hill. It's full of groceries. One of the tires is flat on this bike. Um, mm-hmm. And Nox- she is really struggling. Yeah, Noxel's like, I-, I can't just, like, I can't just leave. Also, that's a really steep hill. She wasn't going to be biking up that hill anyways, I don't think. Yeah. 
if it's like if the bike is that heavy and the hill the hill is that steep it is extremely steep it's like almost a 45 degree angle yeah oh yeah the sumo guy is named gobachan okay definitely not what i was thinking i was like oh it has like an end in it probably it does not well chan ends in it end, but it's a honorific not a name mm-hmm. um so she helps the lady to her house the lady offers her tea but she's gotta she's gotta get to those get to that field which luckily enough she looks over the fence of this lady's house and the fields are right down there she just has to go down the hill mm-hmm. also honoka is was apparently following nagisa's tracks because she's at the uh the high school talking to sumo guy yeah she's also she does a similar thing to uh Nagisa, where she runs off and then has to run back to ask where it is. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Did she run back? Oh, I must have looked down at my notes when that was happening. Yeah, she does. I saw her run off, but I didn't see her run back, I guess. Uh. So we see Kari. She's thinking about the mansion boy. And she fills mm-hmm. up a jug of water. And then she overfills it. Yeah. The fairies are very worried about her. Polin and Lulin. She's like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Hakari shows up at this... Jesus Christ. Honoka shows up at this moment. Yes, Honoka's here. Yeah. She heard that Nagisa was going to the municipal fields, and she's a little bit worried about her. So the two of them go together. Oh, okay, that's how you're reading. I read it as she was worried about Hikari, so she stopped by to check on her. Well... I think she stopped by to check on Hikari, but she's also like, hey, I'm trying to find Nagisa. And that's why, uh, oh no, sorry, I'm I'm messing up this episode. (laughs) I think she is checking on Hikari, but she's also, she does mention that she's going to go find Nagisa because she's worried about her. Uh, But before they can really have a conversation, uh, the fairies are like, hey, bad stuff is happening. If I'm going to be honest, I didn't think Honoka was going to show up here. I thought it was just going to be... Whatever happens to Hikari happens, and it'll be dealed with next episode because the Cures didn't know about it, yeah, or something. But no, they they're, they're all together for this episode because um, they have to go find Nagisa because there's the bad thing about to happen. Yeah, uh, her, Akane shows up, and this is when I thought she might uh, see the fairies, but by the time she gets over there, Kari and Honoka are gone. Hikari did not tell <laughs> Akane that she was leaving; she just took off. I get why. She left the water jug there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at least she filled it, you know. Uh, but uh, Akane has to carry it back. Um, and she sees that mansion boy who's here. But uh, when she looks again to ask him what he wants, he's he's gone. Poor Akane. She's like, why does everyone keep disappearing on me? Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's soccer time. But Nagisa just cannot find them. Yeah, we, we get a, a quick cut, uh, not cutscene, but like a short montage of soccer happening before we cut back to Nagisa. Yeah, they gotta show her some sports now that lacrosse is over forever. Um, she sees the sumo club, this time with a, a bunch of sumo boys. But then a meeple starts feeling the evil presence as well. But Nagisa's like, listen, I don't have time to worry about that. I, got, I gotta figure out where I am. I'm lost. Um, she finds a map. She looks at the map. And then Hikari and Honoka appear, and now the fairies are like, "Hey, there's a there's like a evil presence. Like it's bad." I thought they were yep. talking about the mansion boy because we cut to him after this. I I you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think they were man- talking about the mansion boy, even though Baldez does show up immediately afterwards because like they called it strange first. They didn't yeah. call it dark and menacing. They called it strange at first, which is I think how they were referring to. 
the mansion boy's energy. It's been a while. Yeah. But yeah, Baldess is just like standing right behind Hikari. Menacing. Yes. He says some stuff. He says both her and his powers are growing stronger, which means they are both coming to completion. He's sure she notices that well. The preparations for the queen's resurrection are coming into place. Mm-hmm. He cannot allow her to meet him today and tear the fragile balance apart. The next time she lays eyes on the mansion boy is when everything will be consumed by darkness. So we're really, really amping it up for the ending. Um, something it's it's going to be big and bad when these two meet again. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he summons a sports dragon. Yep. I just think that's neat. It's it is very neat. I saw it was a dragon, and it has like the lights. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be the lights. Yeah. Uh, as its chest. And it has its wings made out of netting. Yeah, it's very cool. Cheers, transform. They uh mm-hmm. they start to fight this dragon, but it it does not go well for them at the at they, the beginning. They get beat up. Nagisa says piss. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she does say I'm pissed. According to the the translations we're watching, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we see here the dragon shoot a bunch of like missiles out of the lights in its yeah. chest, um, which really fucks up the cures. So now it's time for her car to transform and. I think this is the first time this happens when she transforms and Lunalyn does her thing. Uh, the stones that we saw, like the lights we saw surrounding her for that. This time we get to see each Hardiel appear in that circle before it fades into the lights that represent each of them. Yeah, I, this is also, I was making, trying to make sure that this was just the first time it happened and it wasn't just that we noticed it this time. But I'm pretty sure this is the first time that happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at like... Paying attention to what's happening in the episode. This, although my mistake earlier might lead you to not believe me, but I do. <laughs> uh, Lulin uses her power from the future to block Hikari from being hit by a bunch of missiles. Yes. And uh, Baldez says something about, uh, yes, use the power of the light to awaken a yet sleeping darkness. Yes. Baldez is very excited about this. Fibulus appears before the mansion boy. She's here to come pick him up. Mm-hmm. This is when Aisha's like, hey, I'm gonna fucking wreck you. And she fucking, like, kicks this dragon hard. And Honoka helps. Honoka does help. She helps flip it onto its back. And it's time for the big attack of Extreme Luminario. All three of them. Get- Luminario! <laughs> Fibulus takes the mansion boy home while, uh, Baldez also, oh, you know, Baldez doesn't leave right away. I was going to say, because they're both in that scene. And I, my note was just like, the dark dudes collect their boy. But yeah, he does stay around for a second. Yeah. He he does talk first to the mansion boy who's like, hey, what's going to happen to me? He's like, the darkness and light are fighting. And when it's over, the new you will be complete. Um, I'm sure the mansion boy has no idea what Baldez is saying. <laughs> Kari is still spacing out. And she's saying she, she doesn't really understand what what he was talking about, like, what's gonna happen to me when the queen is resurrected? Probably nothing good. No. I, I don't feel like Hikari's going to get to remain when the queen is uh, resurrected, but we will see. I, I, I don't know how the season ends, and I'm very curious what also is gonna happen to Hikari in this whole thing with the queen and the Jakku king. I hear they're both the opposite sides of the same coin. <laughs> 
I heard that too. <laughs> that's the thing they say. Yeah. That's what people say. That's what people say. They, they, they do say this. So we see the gift has been ruined. It's been like stepped on and stuff. We got The, the packaging got beat up. The, yeah. The gift itself is fine. They are able to help fix it up so that she can give it to uh, that boy. Yeah, so they just roll up the towel and tie a bow, tie the bow around it. Yep. Hukari, not Hukari. Honoka pushes Naisa to, like, force her to go uh, give it to Fujipi. Um, she stumbles a little bit in what she's trying to say. She, like, moves backwards and, like, he moves towards her being like, hey, what's up? But she is able to give him the gift. Yep, and it all goes well. Yeah, he's very happy about it. He says he's going to use it every day. He's touched that. Nagisa remembered his birthday. He leaves, and Nagisa looks very happy about this. And a new Hardy L shows up. Yep, we still got a few Hardy L's left before the season ends. Yeah, uh, Hikari's transformation sequence is missing some, yeah. missing some spots. I, I think, I don't, I want to say it's either two or three. On the way it looks in Hikari's. I think it was three. Yeah, I think it's three. So we're missing three Hardy L's. Um, and once that's, well, I'm sure, I feel like we're probably going to get the last one, like, either the second to last episode, the last episode, because that's going to, like, you know, that would kick off the resurrection of the queen, because that's the last thing that they're missing. But yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see next time that boy has invited Naisa and also Honoka and Hikari, to amusement park. That's going to be fun. We do see, like, there's a tree going to be set up in the mansion. So I assume it's getting even closer to Christmas. Also, um, I can't wait to see if there's any weird, like, Christmas shenanigans going on <laughs> with the uh, with the evil group. Santa Zakena. <laughs> Santa Zakena, yes! We haven't had one, right? It's going to be an entire episode that's going to be just shot for shot a remake of uh, Pikachu's Christmas Vacation, but <laughs> with but with the the, uh, the dark dudes. Incredible. I can't wait. <laughs> <sighs> but that is the episode. It was pretty good. It seems like it's starting to push more towards like what's going to happen at the end of the season with... Uh, the mansion boy and Hikari, like, there's cl clearly things are slowly escalating between the two of them, with them both uh, spacing out and thinking about each other and thinking about the last meeting and kind of wanting to see each other again. We're getting close to the climax, and I'm very nervous for Hikari, but I'm sure it will be fine. It'll be totally normal and fine. Yeah. All right. Let's do some plugs. If you insist. Uh, I do. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to tell us things, I couldn't think of a reference to this episode. What would you give to your crush for their birthday? You don't have to answer that. But if you want to, you can do that at Freepod Engaged on Twitter. Or you can find me, Charlie, on Twitter at Magical underscore Pride, where I tweet about things. It's different all the time. You can also tell me why, how I'm so weird. Um, you can also listen to the other things I do, like other, other pod. Where I play Phantom the Brain. Or at Breathing Space, at Breathing X Space on Twitter, where I was on season one and two, and I also wrote an episode for season two, and by the time this episode comes out, we will be even closer to the release of that episode, so please look forward to it. Or you can go follow Devoid of Space on Twitter, at Devoid of Space, where our first episode will be released very soon, so keep a lookout for the release of that. I'm very excited for you all to hear this episode and hear the rest of the episode. 
for the show. And that is all I currently do. Take it away, Cassidy. No. Okay. I can't I can't tell if you're messing with me or not. <laughs> I don't want to do plugs. Alright. I'll do plugs for you. How's that sound? If you insist. Alright. If you want to find Cassie, you can find her at Madlabotanist on Twitter. That's oh god. M A D L O B O T A N I S T. You know, you could have just looked at the Discord call. I could have. <laughs> but that's the coward way. <laughs> or you can go to her website where it has all the things she's on, which is malabotanist at geocities.com. Wrong, not geocities. God, what? Neocities? Uh huh. It's. Well, you can find all the stuff she do. She. She's not fucking this up. <laughs> you can go to her Neocities. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> so until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be sumo. <laughs>